Welcome back, everybody. And today's topic is being more present. This is what great leaders do. So let's start this discussion with a few questions. Do you get distracted during meetings or even simple conversations? Of course you do. And for those of you who said no, take an extra moment or two and really think about it. And I'm pretty sure if you are honest, you will agree that you do get distracted. Are you distracted thinking about the work that you should be doing or the meeting that you're leading later that day? or wishing that your boss would stop talking about her fly fishing trip so you can eat lunch? Can't she hear my stomach growling? You know, in this crazy world that we live in today, it's full of distractions. Email, the 24-hour news cycle, COVID-19, virtual meetings, etc. Are you finding it hard to stay present and in the moment? If you're like most, the answer is a resounding yes. Before moving on, Let's discuss what being present or in the moment really means. Is being present the same as multitasking? That is a trick question because we all know the answer is no. We as humans can't multitask despite what you think you can do. Think about it this way, texting and driving or reading your email during a meeting. Are you fully present? No, being present is more about monotasking, being focused, and thinking about one thing free of distractions, along with demonstrating mindfulness. In improv, being present is critical to the success of the ensemble. You can't be thinking ahead and trying to predict or stuck in the past. When you do this, you'll miss what your teammate is trying to communicate, and the scene falls flat. Take a moment and think about a time when you were not present and the ramifications that ensued. Did it involve the dreaded reply all in an angry email response? Hmm. According to the Harvard Business Review article titled, How to Practice Mindfulness Throughout Your Workday, Research shows that people spend about 47% of their waking hours thinking about something other than what they are doing. Now, this article was published in 2016, and I have to believe that percentage is higher, much higher in 2020. I'm just going to say, I wouldn't be surprised if it was 65% or more. The article states, the ability to maintain focus and concentration is every bit as important as technical or management skills. And because leaders need to absorb and synthesize a growing flood of information in order to make good decisions, they're hit particularly hard by not being present. It is next to impossible to be present 100% of the time. However, there are times in our workday that we need to be intensely focused on our essential work and eliminate all distractions. The one big distraction that requires elimination is our internal conversations that we're having with ourselves. When you have a constructive conversation with others, this internal dialogue derails us from truly listening and understanding what the other person is trying to convey. Even though we're in the same room with someone, (laughs) we're not always present. Think about that. 
We let ourselves get preoccupied with other activities or let our minds drift to other things. We listen to our inner voice when someone's talking. The ramifications of the lack of being present are that people feel unheard and frustrated. The art of being present and listening to the other person is a sign of appreciation for their thoughts and ideas. I saw a statistic once that said 73% of people leave their job because of lack of appreciation. Just by being present, it shows that appreciation because you're listening without distractions. In another Harvard Business Review article titled, If You Inspire to Be a Great Leader, be present. Discusses about making a plan for presence. They share the story of Doug Connett, CEO of Campbell's Soup Company, where he developed rituals for physically and psychologically connecting with people at all levels in the company. Here's an excerpt from that article. Every morning, Connett allowed a good chunk of his time to walking around the plant, greeting people, and getting to know them. He would memorize their names and the names of the family members. He would take a genuine interest in their lives. He also wrote handwritten letters of gratitude to recognize extraordinary efforts. And when people in the company were having a tough time, he wrote them a personal message of encouragement. During his tenure, he sent more than 30,000 such letters. To Conant, these behaviors were just not strategies to enhance productivity. They were heartfelt efforts to support his people. That is an amazing story about a leader who appreciated the people that worked for the company and showed them how much he appreciated them. Actually, more leaders should emulate this practice. The other distractions that need elimination are cell phones, iPads, emails, Slack, text messages, chatty coworkers, smoke and snack breaks, social media, the World Wide Web, and multitasking, just to name a few. There are times when we're working on meaningful work, such as a project, an article, or strategic plan that we need to be 100% present. I admit, I'm suffering from EADD, Entrepreneurial Attention Deficit Disorder. And being present is a considerable challenge. Just on a side note, I did not coin EADD. I was introduced to EADD in the book, Scale or Fail, by Allison Maslin. In Season 3, Episode 12 of my podcast, I interviewed Jake Kahana, co-founder of Cave Day, who researched deep work and deep focus and created, with his two co-founders, caveday.org. In short, caveday.org provides a platform where you can work on important items by monotasking, eliminating all distractions while being held accountable from a virtual group of cave dwellers. Since joining in July of 2020, and my ability to monotask has increased a thousand percent with this Cave Day community. To date, I've written six articles, developed a marketing plan for my virtual improv class, worked on my own newsletter, wrote three of my solo cast episodes, and created two new presentations. I have found is that on the days that I attend a cave session, I get more work done. Now I can end my workday earlier and spend time on doing what I like to do hiking, fishing, spending time with my family and friends. Why not? Focus. We all need to be present. Another example of monotasking was when I witnessed this firsthand. 
a Japanese leader who was soliciting comments and ideas on a topic during a meeting. He made his request and never said another word until everybody in the meeting spoke. The crazy thing was that he sat there holding his hands over his chest with his head bowed down. At first, I thought he fell asleep. However, after the last person spoke, he rose his head, looked around at everybody in the room, and summarized what everyone had said and incorporated their comments into his decision. On a side note, these conversations were translated to me in English by my Japanese translator. The amount of active listening and focus that I needed to demonstrate was way off the charts because of the translation from Japanese to English and staying focused on the overall conversation. That when that meeting finished, I needed to take about four aspirins for the massive headache I had due to the excessive amount of focusing and listening. What improv exercises can you and your team do to become better at being present and in the moment? The two improv exercises in Season 3, Episode 17, At Last, The Secret to Active and Authentic Listening, are good ones. And they are one word story and last word spoken. Another exercise that I use in my workshop to demonstrate presence is called repetition. It requires two people. And you have two participants start a conversation, each speaking one sentence at a time. One participant starts the conversation, and before the other participant can answer, they must repeat the sentence the other person has said before adding on to it. For example, player A, let's go grab some dinner. Player B, let's go grab some dinner. I know a Mexican restaurant right around the corner. Player A, I know a Mexican restaurant right around the corner. They serve the best fish tacos. Player B, they serve the best fish tacos along with the best margaritas. You keep this dialogue going on for about four or more rounds. And then why are we doing this? What's the purpose? Well, the purpose of this exercise is to listen to the entire sentence to the end of the person's thought before starting a response. The goal is to stay present and not relive the past or predict the future. To be proficient in improv, you must be a good listener and present at those critical moments. Wait a minute. Let me state that another way. To be a proficient leader, you must be a good listener and be present in those crucial moments. The ability to eliminate all distractions and become focused on a conversation, quite frankly, is very hard. Not to sound like Alan Iverson. Are we talking about practice? Yes, we're talking about practice. This is something that you need to be cognizant about and practice daily. The three improv exercises, one word story, last word spoken, and repetition are exercises that will help you and your team become active listeners with a more significant presence. So I started this SoloCast series under the umbrella of leadership and hyperdrive powered by improv. Leadership and Hyperdrive, powered by improv, requires us to be mindful of those crucial times when we need to be present and in the moment so we can eliminate all necessary distractions. 
If you would like to discuss ways that you can improve yours and your co-workers' presence, please contact me at peter at petermargaritas.com and in the subject line put being more present. This is what great leaders do. Like what you just heard, visit c-suiteradio.com. C-Suite Radio, turning the volume up on business. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.